You are listening to Natural Born Alchemist. Welcome to episode number 77 of the Natural Born Alchemist podcast. My name is Alex and I'll be your host. This episode will focus on iboga. Iboga is a very powerful plant and in my opinion the one that brings you the strongest psychedelic experience you can ever have. And I'm talking about pure iboga root, the holy wood, not some weak-ass ibogaine-styled extract. And the guest in this episode is Tatayo. Tatayo is the founder and facilitator at Ebando in Gabon. And there he works to keep traditional iboga and bewiti ritual alive. And he is also the one that helped me with my own initiation in 2012. So thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> so uh, tell the listeners a bit about who you are. Oh, la la. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, yes, on this planet, yes. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm a former Frenchman who still speak French, by luck. <laughs> I came in Gabon when I was 21. Uh, I came for two weeks, and four, 45 years later, I'm still in Gabon. Uh, I never left Gabon since uh, 99, because I feel home here, and I feel very good, because Gabon is very nice, uh, especially the inside of Gabon, because Libreville is a capital, so it's a capital like all capitals. But there's no real nice ach- architecture, and uh, but the country is beautiful. The landscape, uh, the, the rivers, the forest, the animals and the inhabitants, very nice people mainly. So, who I am? Uh, I was 21, I came to Gabon. And I, I came for two weeks and I stayed because I've been charmed by the country. I've been charmed especially by the people of the country. Not especially a girl, eh? the people, of, especially old men and old women. Because uh, by, my, by that time, I used to smoke marijuana like, uh, like uh, people did at, my, uh, at this age in Europe, very recently in Europe. And I was, uh, I, I could smoke uh, weed with uh, old men. So it was very charming as a young man to smoke weed with old men. <laughs> so, no, it's not because of that that I uh, was uh, charmed. But it was one, one, one of the things which really pleased me. And the people were very uh, entire and true and simple and very much into uh, into expressing themselves together uh, by rituals, dancing, happiness. It was very charming, very charming. The people was very charming. And, uh, bon, colonial system, French Africa, easy money with oil made a lot of spoiling. 
but still you can find out uh, in in the genetics i would say the the real root of uh, humanity here you know people say uh, let's say a place between gabon and kenya on the equator line could be the the source of humanity uh, I, I really believe so whatever gabon has a lot of rituals and they have these magical plants plant called the iboga so i discovered iboga eight years after getting into gabon and i i think i'm uh, the first or one of the very first European to have eaten iboga uh, and it's maybe something I have well, to now I never regretted that it took you eight years so that must mean they the the native Gabon people really kept iboga a secret for for like white people yes it was secret it's still secret but the secret now is is uh, discovered so uh, yes, it was very secret, and uh, even now, uh, some some tribes they they give you iboga, but in the same time they don't want you to to discover because uh, they swear on their ancestors, on uh, on uh, on the rituals that they will never give away their secret. Uh, so. On one side they want to give, on the other side they don't want to give. I can understand because uh, Africa has, has been stolen uh, and still is stolen from everything. So the last thing they have is their, their own uh, own uh, what I say, beliefs or own savoir-faire or, or knowledge. So they don't want to to. To give that away, like they like they gave everything away, or like they have been stolen from everything. So there's a, a, a strange feeling about it because some tribes are very easy on 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 giving on spreading, but some other tribes are very tough and uh, they don't want to spread. Have they been angry at you for inviting uh, foreigners to come to Gabon and experience Bewiti? Officially, no. Officially, no. But I know some people uh, say, a few people say very bad things about me, like uh, like uh, I'm betraying the secrets, I spread everything away, I, I take advantage on Gabonese, on Gabonese teenagers or men or people, uh, which is not true, because when you come at my place, you pay big money but i pay big money to my people because it's it's a way to make them understand that what they know is valuable because uh, i think i'm i think ebando uh, our organization our ngo ebando is one of one of the only place where uh, ganga are paid uh, can you can you just explain what an a ganga is a ganga is what uh, they call in um, South America uh, or in Siberia a shaman. It's, it's a, a, an in-between, somebody in-between invisible and visible world. Uh, yes, like, uh, like a priest, uh, if, you, if, you, if you are in, in imported religion, 
a priest is supposed to be an intermediary. But the Ganga normally helps you to find uh, to find uh, the Ganga in you. So normally uh, Ganga, uh, yes, means uh, oh, what does it mean? I forget. Uh, it it means uh, Ganga. It means uh, the the one who make you discover the one some some someone. Uh, it's is a link. It's a bridge. Ganga is a bridge between. Uh, Visible and invisible, yes. But don't don't the people who don't like that you invite foreigners, don't they understand that uh, those foreigners usually become allies? I mean, they don't go back to the Western world hating Gabon. They would probably love Gabon. And, uh, you know, if they have a chance, they will help Gabon on a distance. You know, they'll be allies. Yeah, yes, of course, of course. But, you know, uh, there's a big problem in, in Africa. Uh, uh, the big problem in Africa is the problem of all countries where there is a lot of misery. Uh, there's a proverb who says, a proverb which says, misery cannot uh, cannot uh, help misery. Mainly, I, I have no problem about that up to now. It's just that uh, I hear from time to time people speaking bad of me, but there are not so many. And uh, if you don't do anything, you won't have enemies. But if you do something, uh, the more the something you do is, is uh, I would not say important, but is, is gratefuling, the more people is your enemy. Uh, so. so how long do you think uh, the Bewiti and Iboga has been practicing Gabon? Do you think it's like thousands of years? Uh, uh, no, in the in the in the actual form, uh, no. But Iboga, yes, Iboga is uh, since man exists, Iboga is is on. They found out uh, two thousand years old uh, roots in a in a archaeologic uh, site. So it, it's it's uh, it's sure that Iboga was uh, was uh, used. But uh, the rit- the ritualization of Iboga came later, but we never know because there's no writing, so the, it's only memory, and uh, it's uh, oral uh, oral culture. So a- as it is now, I don't think it's that old. Maybe ten centuries, maybe five. I don't know. Maybe more. Uh, but Iboga exists since ever. Well, since the human beings came from that area from the beginning, according to science anyway, do you think that the iboga has been a part of the, the making our brains evolve as well? Normally, yes. Have you seen the seed of iboga? You, you've seen the seeds, no? It looks like a, like a brain, brains. And you know, uh, bon, uh, in Gabon it's like that, but... Uh, if if a leaf have, have the form of a heart, uh, it's supposed to heal heart problem. If uh, you know uh, the plants are looking like, like uh, are looking like what they are used for, useful for. You understand what I mean? And uh, if you look at the boga seed, you really look it's like brain, brains. And the actual uh, bewiti. You know why? You know when I was in Gabon and doing the the ritual with you, 
there was a lot of Catholic influence. Where does where does that come from? Catholic influence in my booty, not much. Eh? <laughs> no, I mean like the, there was a few people there who had these costumes. I mean they looked they didn't look anything Catholic, but they did have like uh, some cross or. Yes. Uh, in fact, that's uh, the booty. The booty is not fang originally, but uh, it, at my place we have uh, many tribes, people, different tribes, and uh, some people are fang, like Bokai or Papa Andre, uh, and and in their in their way to practice booty, they 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 really consider that uh, iboga is a sacrament like uh, Christ. Uh, some people say, uh, and I, I do believe so, uh, that uh, the Iboga is a, a Corpus Christi, the, the body of Christ. But, but it's, it's, an, it's a neo-vision, neo you know, it's since uh, Christianity came to influence very much Central Africa, since the, the 1845, something like that. They've been really invaded by uh, Catholics, Protestants, and now Islam. So they are, well, I wouldn't say fucked up, because some, on, on a few sides, the imported religion do good, and, but in many sides, they do fucking rotten too, because they devilize, they demonize all uh, all uh, local indigenous tradition, because uh, when uh, Christianity and uh, Islam come in countries like uh, France or uh, Senegal, the people forget even what was before, you know. Uh, so, if you tell a Senegalese today that uh, Islam came recently, uh, in their country, which is maybe four or five centuries, they won't believe you. They don't believe you. They say Islam is is, is our uh, costume. No, uh, Catholics uh, Catholics is not the costume of uh, of France. Uh, Islam is not the costume of Senegal. Before all that was uh, indigenous rituals always. Even Romans, they found uh, in Europe uh, many rituals before they they invaded the whole place. Uh, whatever. You mentioned Fang. What's Fang? Ah, Fang is a is a tribe. Uh, you know, there's about uh, not far from fifty tribes in in Gabon, and one of them is uh, one third of the population. It's called Fang. They call themselves Ekang, which means uh, the the men, the, the true people. But uh, they are called the Fang because uh, I think they had uh, they cut their teeth to make uh, to have a scary appearance. So it might be one of the reasons why the people call them Fangs because the first people who, who came. Uh, to discover them, the anthropologists, uh, missionaries, uh, they uh, they call them the fang, maybe because of the reason they had uh, very sharp teeth. But maybe not. Uh, you never know. But uh, they call themselves ekang, which means the, the awakened people.
people or these indigenous cultures who practice iboga in Gabon, what is their like belief? I mean, do they believe in a god or a goddess, or what's their like cosmology? Uh, they believe in spirits, uh, but there's many levels. So there's uh, local spirits, uh, different places, spirits in the river, in the mountains, in the hills, in the trees. But the whole spirits, they are under cover of another god intermediary and then on the, the top, top uh, god, you know. Uh, it, it looks very, it's very much like uh, all people, uh, all, all the world, you know, everybody believes in the spirits, in, in the living spirits, uh, the, the bird spirit, the tree spirit, the human spirit, but uh, under cover of a superior God, you know, somebody, uh, some, some uh, unique one love God. Is there like also a belief in a sort of reincarnation? So it depends on the tribes. Some tribes don't believe in reincarnation. And some people, they do. It depends on the tribes, mainly. And, and of the people too. Of different people. You can be in the same tribe and have a different belief. Uh, one of my experiences when I did Iboga in Gabon was that I saw a lot of uh, African people and I I understood them as being uh, ancestors or, or they were dead, but they from, were from the past. I saw hundreds of them. Is that a, co- is that a common thing when you take Iboga that you see the ancestors? No, uh, yes, it, it's not so common, but it's very often. Yes, I wouldn't say it's common. But it's your luck, you know, and I have a few people uh, seeing that type of uh, vision. It's very often that people see spirits. It can be uh, faces, it can be uh, masks, it can be people. But uh, very, bon, I would say very often, let's say, bon, at least uh, four person on ten see ancestors or see crowd of people being present at the ceremony. They see the present, the the visible people, and the invisible people. You 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 had this experience. Yes, uh, I I actually thought it, the iboga was not working because I on, I saw all the people there, but I didn't realize I had my eyes closed. So then I realized, oh, it's it is working. <laughs> it is working. Yes. <laughs> one one thing. Uh, I always wondered is that, you know, there are many different uh, healing plants, but Iboga is the only one where it can take days, weeks or years to calm down. Why is that? That's very true. It can take years, 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 yes. And uh, yes, it's always in progress, I would say. It's always in progress. Even if you doubt, even if it takes a long time, it's in progress. Is it because it's so strong or, or is it because that's just how it works, that it takes so long to process it afterwards? But it's like to make a human, it's first nine months and then it's all alive, you know, <laughs> and maybe before and after, <laughs> as you know. So you, you mentioned this uh, Abando organization, what, what's the purpose of it? What do you do with it? Uh, Ebando is it's, uh, to promote the, the knowledges and the, the know-how of, uh, of Central Africa. And uh, that's what we do. Uh, we, and, but we have a, a kind of social side 
uh, we take people like you, you've seen the, the daughters, my kids. They are they are from difficult uh, difficult uh, life. I would say they have a, a, either a difficult childhood or difficult teenage, uh, and they 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 fear. Most of the people fear iboga and buti eh? because the. The, the the speeches of uh, imported religion are very much against Iboga and, and Buti. So this against slowly makes fear among the people. So if uh, somebody is listening, uh, who would you recommend to go to Gabon and, and do Iboga initiation? Uh, you know, I, I really uh, recently I sent somebody to Maman Jeje because 11 years ago, I I met people, she healed and she had very nice results. But recently I sent her two people, a mother and her, her kid, a mother of 55 or, and a son of 35 uh, from France and, and Madagascar. And uh, she missed it. She missed it because it's not organized. The food is very small. The, the, it's very difficult to send somebody to some place. What I would uh, what I would advise to people is to come and take a week, and and then I present them to a few people, and then they choose. Because uh, for 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 two reasons, uh, the re- one reason is to avoid people who 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 seems who seem to give and don't want to give. And to avoid people who, who just see the money, or to avoid people who do not share. Uh, wait, wait. So uh, it's just that uh, African mentality and European mentality, they both have qualities and defects. So to marry the good side of Africa to the good side of Western world, it's not that easy. Especially because here, people is not used to ask the right price. So they ask you a cheap price, and then uh, after a few days, they see that the price is too short. So in the middle of a ceremony, they are able to ask you for money, which kills this thing, because money is something you have to talk once before, once after, and that's all, you know. Uh, so it's it's just a problem of uh, the problem of Africa. The problem of Africa, to my eyes, is that uh, people does not give the real value to to things, and they, as they are in a situation of uh, poverty, very often, so they ask you a very cheap amount. To, to to have you to have you as a, as a, a, I would say a patient or a client but then they, they can't afford to, to yeah so the problem is that and it's it comes from a charm of the people here they are not business people at all maybe they are the, the least business people on this world and that's what, what it's one of the things who really charmed me but with the time and with the, the modern life, make them 
make them in need of money, especially because they all came to town. You know that in Gabon, 80% 80% of the population is living in towns. So they're losing their skills. They begin to need money. And this need of, of money, as they are not businessmen, make them into big poverty problems. So you have a lot of people selling their bodies because they have no money. You have a lot of people who has to who have to be safe because uh, money, but it's not in the mentality of Gabon to be a prostitute or a thief. This came with the modern world. Well, it's like everywhere, in fact. Uh, so, it's misery who makes the beggar, you know. So, if a foreigner wants to do iboga in Gabon, it's best to contact a bando. We we we. We are in need for that to because many things happen, you know. Like uh, uh, I know many stories of people who have been crooked because they didn't ask the right person. And uh, yeah, I know uh, a couple of Canadians. They came here. They paid both. Uh, it was ten or fifteen years ago. They paid one thousand five hundred euros each, so three thousand euros was before euros and eh? but the equivalent and uh, the guy took the money at the airport he said I come back he never came back so they went back to Canada like that uh, and this might happen it, it doesn't mean that people of Gabon is a thief but some people are you know so it's better to be advised and then uh, you choose then to unless you have a real good meeting you know with synchronicity to someone uh, which which can work out but it's better to you know i'm here for 45 years i don't know all of, of all of the people but uh bon, i think i know a few good ones and then after it's a question of uh, empathy of sympathy you know this one please you, this one no, eh? you know. And different rituals, it depends on wha- what you come for. If you want lots of iboga or some sm- small quantity, or if you want to be, uh, uh, to have your curse away, or if you have uh, just a curiosity of, uh, of knowledge or, or uh, an intent of personal uh, improvement. It's not the same people or the same places, I, I would say. Bon. Do you have like um, a website? Uh, yes, we have a website, yes. Uh, ebando, E-B-A-N-D-O dot org. E-B-A-N-D-O dot org. Ebando. So, yeah, so people should go there if they want to... to uh hook up with you and arrange uh, ceremony. Yes, or, or arrange a meeting with people, you know. Uh, I, I, I have a, an old car, but working. And uh, I have a working old car, and we can go and visit a few people. Cool. What, what does Embando mean? Is it a word that means anything? Yes, yes. It means uh, the beginning, the, the, yes, the genesis. Well, thank you a lot for talking to me, and it was great to hear you voice again after a few years. Very nice.
check out ebando.org if you want to know more. And I'll post the link in the program notes on naturalbornalchemist.com as usual. And now we will listen to an untitled track by Papen Senge. And this is music that brings me back to that very long night back in December 2012 when I ate 25 spoons of iboga and traveled into my ancestral realm where I received my true name, Awani Nakuru. Freedom is in the mind. Don't go, 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 don't go